Welcome back to this week's edition of the Gishmak of our podcast. This week's parasha, Parashas Titzavah, Emir Tzashem, we should all be Zoycha. Through this vart, to seek, to explore, to comb through the verses of the this week's Torah portion about the Mishkan, to look for that inner meaning, to look for the deeper level, the deeper vart that's hidden behind these psukim, and to find the Gishmak in all the different Dimensions of the Mishkan. I'd like to focus on the sixth aliyah. The sixth aliyah begins with a certain practice that was done inside of the base, inside of the Mishkan. Perchavtes pasuk lamedches through memvav enumerates and describes the exact way that the carbon tamid was brought. The carbon tamid is brought once in the morning and once at nighttime. It had to be brought every single day. Hence the name tamid, which according to Google Translate means Consistent. It means always. It means constantly. It means continuously. That's what Tamid means. Twice daily. If you look at Rashi, Rashi seems to, seems to be bothered by perhaps what's um, quite obvious and apparent already as a sort of contradiction. As Tamid means consistently, then how can you bring a carbon consistently? You can only bring it once, or at least one would think. So Rashi tells us, Kol, Lila, Valila. Every single night that they would bring it, and I'm assuming also every single day, because it would had to bring it had to be brought twice daily. Karu Tamud. That's called Tamud. Doing something consistently daily is considered Tamud. And it's an interesting concept because this is a Khidishtas. I would have thought that Tamud means always, means constantly. Rashi tells us Tamud can mean daily. I'd like to pose a strong question, but I first want to preface it with perhaps the most astonishing, perplexing, and dumbfounding medrash that I've seen in the longest time. It is brought in the Hakdama of the Sefer Ein Yaakov, and if you explore all the different Torah sources and Torah anytime, I'm sure they would all talk about this because it needs pshat. The Sefer Ein Yaakov tells us that there was a machlokis between three Amoraim, which Pasuk in the Torah is the most inclusive? Which Pasuk can summarize the most Yediyas HaTaira? Ben Zayma tells us, you want to find the all-encompassing Pasuk, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad? We can understand that. Because, how, what else would, we might even answer that. Shema Yisrael. The second answer, Ben Nanis. He answers, Love your friend as yourself. We know. That is the point of the Torah. You could teach the entire Torah on one foot. You would say, Love your friend as yourself. That's what we're all trying to strive for. The third and final answer of the Medrash is a plea atzuma. is an unbelievable, unbelievable shaila to understand what he means. Shimon ben Pazi tells us, Shimon ben Pazi tells us the Torah, the verse of the Torah that is all-encompassing, the most encompassing, is the carbon Talmud, this week's Parsha. Bringing of the sacrifice, once in the morning and once at nighttime, is the all-encompassing and most all-encompassing verse in all of Torah. The question is evident. How is it possible that Shimon ben Pazi could say this? And here's the kicker. Amar Rabploini al Raglov, the Medrash finishes, finishes that a certain Rav got up and said, This is the halacha, the Shimon ben Pazi is correct. 
The carbon Talmud is the most all-encompassing Pasuk in the Torah. How do we understand this? The Vart is already bursting, bursting forth. As, it's, as we see here, the necessity and the obligatory Mida that we all need to have called consistency, called Timidus. I would like to suggest that the Vart in the Medrash is that loving your friend as yourself is moiridik. And saying and understanding that Hashem is our God is moiridik. But doing it once, doing it twice, amazing. But eventually, if it doesn't have some sort of consistency, it's not mekayim, then ultimately, it may not actually make the difference or the change that we need in us. Shimon ben Pazi tells us consistency is the key. Omar Aplani Al-Raglov, that without consistency, we have nothing. Even the greatest thing in the world, but without consistency, it's nothing. Or that might be too much to say. Without consistency, it's still lacking. The carbon Tumid teaches us this every single day. Brings to mind the famous Gemara of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva was walking, he was a 40-year-old ignoramus, and he saw water dropping on top of the rock. We know the story, and he said if water could make a hole in the rock, then I too can study Torah because Torah can penetrate and make a hole in my head. And he committed his life to Torah and became the great Rebbe Akiva. We definitely can say that if all the water in the world would splash onto a rock, it would not make one iota of a change in the rock. It has to be, in order to make the change, day by day, drop by drop, nacha drop, nacha drop. That's how it has to be. Bitimidos. I want to put down two chidushim, two new novel ideas and how we can take practically to improve our routine, to improve our daily structure, to improve our consistency. This idea, I think, is already pushed, already obvious by many of us, the idea of that, the consistency and water dropping on the rock for Biakiva we've heard before. But I want to say two new Ideas. Hopefully, they can help us to make a practical change in our life. Number one, begin with the parsha in Parshas Pinchas tells us again the same exact parsha tells us that the carbon tamid should be brought twice a day. This is in twenty-eight three perek chav that we have to bring the carbon tamid. Rashi right away perks up and says, "Wait." It, we've already been commanded in Parshas Tetzaveh that we have to go ahead and do the carbon Talmud. So why is it repeating it? Why is it her feeling the need to say it again? Says Rashi, because in Parshas Tetzaveh is the commandment to do it always, carbon Talmud. But this, this Parsha is brought, the Torah is reiterating it to tell us that even during the days of the Shivas Yimei HaMaluim, the seven days while the Mishka was still being built and it wasn't completed, still we have to start bringing the carbon Talmud right away. And we know even Moshe Rabbeinu brought the carbon Tumid originally until it was passed to Aaron HaKohen. I think we see from here that the idea of jumping into routine, taking up a new practice that will lead us in the right path to our ultimate destination, we make an excuse that I have to start for the proper situation. I'm not in the right situation right now to do it. I just have too much on my plate. The Torah commands us and says it twice, the Tumid has to be even when the Mishkan isn't completed. We started bringing the carbon Talmud during the Shiva Zimei I gotta go to the gym. It's raining. It's not the right day to start. I'll start tomorrow. 
I gotta go to the gym. No, I just ate. What do you mean? I gotta go to the gym. Ugh, I have an ingrown toe. I'm sorry if that was a graphic example. But the idea of becoming a consistent person, don't wait to take that up. Don't wait to grab onto a new Kabbalah until it's the right circumstances. Jump into it right away because we never know if tomorrow we'll have the opportunity. I think that's pretty clear and evident from this Rashi. A second thing, I don't think is as evident from the Psukim itself, but I think it's still true. There is a famous story that in 1806, when Reb Chaim traveled to his Rebbe, the Vilna Goin, Reb Kramer Mivilna, to ask him if he should open up a yeshiva named Yeshiva Svalozhin, the Vilna Goin told him, no, no, come back to me in a year. Chaim Yvalozhin came back in a year and said, yes, you should open up the Yeshiva Svalozhin. And we know the rest is history. Yeshiva, Yeshiva Svalozhin became the, the mother of all Yeshivas, the guiding light for all how Yeshivas run even today. And Chaim Yvalozhin asked his Rebbe, how come you said yes now? But last year you weren't on board. You didn't want me to start it. And the Vilna Goin said, I'm paraphrasing, this is how the story goes, that I saw that you were coming with a little bit of excitement, with a little bit of pump. And if you come with pump, when the pump fizzles out, sometimes the results fizzle out. Wait a year. Let it calm down. Let the idea, you know, kind of bounce around. Let the excitement, not the excitement, maybe that's the wrong word, the pump leave. And then take it up with a real, a real Kabbalah, with a real commitment even when that feeling is not there and gone, you still have that commitment. This also could be a help uh, to LS for us and our timidus, our consistency. If we do things on pump, we do things on a certain element of like, let's go, we're excited, we got to get it done. Sometimes when we lose that pump, we even lose our results. Not saying that pump and excitement isn't a good thing. It's myridic and we need it. But the right amount of pump the ability to say, I'm excited, but there's also a job to get done, and to stay not too high and not too low, but right in the middle, is that we're getting the job done. Two different vartlach about a carbon tomid, about consistency. Just to chazer over, what are they? Number one, start now. Don't wait for the perfect situation because who knows if we're ever going to get it. Start now, get up, and begin. And the second thing is, start, but with a certain element of like a quietness of just getting the job done with not so much pump, but with a mentality of that, I'm going to get this done. And Amir Hashem should all be zoicha. That Omar Rapplini al the carbon Talmud is the most all-encompassing verse in the Torah. Amir Hashem, we should all be zoicha to start new routines that bring us to new heights. Moiridika Shabbos. Thank mm-hmm. you.